You're listening to Live and On Board with Tony Malazzo. We are live here, live and on board, Tony Malazzo, and I am with Jimmy Della Valley, a.k.a. Jimmy D. Hey, what's up, buddy? What's going on, Tony Malazzo? Ah, it's good to see you. Good to see you out here on the water, too, especially. Yeah, pretty neat, huh? Doing this on a boat. Yeah, this is going like, to be fun. Said, I'm on a boat! That song, right? <laughs> I'm on a boat. Yeah, I'm on a boat, motherfucker. That's right. And we're going to have some fun today. I got a lot of questions for Jimmy. He's going to fill in a lot of blanks tonight. Okay, so uh, uh, just might as well start off with a boating question. Uh, have you boated at all? Uh, yeah, I actually used to own a boat um, with my brother back in New York. Um and uh, we used to fight about it all the time, so I just kind of gave it to him. It was not a yacht or anything. It was uh, it was like 16 foot or something like that. It was pretty small. And uh, the seats were horrendous. They were from a car. So he put car seats in the boat. <laughs> and it was just... It just it just got worse. Were they at least buckets? Were they at least bucket seats? Yeah, they were bucket seats, but they were. (laughs) It got worse and worse. He's like, ah, look, I did I did repairs on the boat. I'm like, repairs? You're ruining the boat. You just continue ruining the boat. (laughs) He used house paint and stuff. Oh yeah, dude, he did. He used he spray painted. He spray painted. Oh my god, it was horrendous. That's funny. Where was that? Uh, that was in uh in Albany, New York. He had the boat. So I'd go up from New York City to the boat. Oh, it was just, it was horrible. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't boated in a long time in New York. Since I, I got out here to L.A., the weather's so beautiful. You can boat all year round here. Yeah. It's been cold, though, lately. It's been very cold. Yeah, but well, it's warming up. It's starting to warm up. Don't tell anybody in New York you're cold out here. Oh, yeah, I know. Any t- anytime. <laughs> Everybody always cries, like... My mom's like, she's like, it's it's freezing here. I'm I'm gonna think I'm gonna die today. I'm definitely gonna die today. I'm like, I got the air conditioner on. I'm going to an audition. Call you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do it to my mom all the time. Twenty <laughs> degrees below zero, I call it's eighty here. <laughs> yeah, Even if it's not, I don't I don't care. My dad my dad <laughs> my dad, God rest his soul, he used to always call and uh, just be like, he would tell me the weather before I knew it. I'd wake up with a phone call. It's 102 today in L.A. Are you fucking kidding me? It's below zero here in New York. <laughs> He'd call with the weather, and that was it. That was the weather guy. Imagine that was your weather guy yeah. for every time. <laughs> like, Who do we have here, Mr. G in L.A.? Or no, the Dallas guy, right? He goes, forecast 11. <laughs> He's like... My dad, it's fucking 102, kill yourself. Like, like, that's, what that's how it is in New York. You're freezing your ass off. It's so damn humid, it feels like it's 150 or something. It's crazy, crazy. So you happy here? How long you been here? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. How long are you here in California? Uh I've been uh, nine years, nine years in Los Angeles. Yeah? Yeah. I like it here. Not just the weather. You know, the whole entertainment industry is here. Everything we do is here. It's kind of hard to get away from it, you know? Yeah. The girls are beautiful here. Oh, they're good here. They're good. They wear the bikinis uh, 365 days. Is that is that how many there is in the year? 365 days? <laughs> was that or 356? I couldn't remember. You got it right, but you don't win anything today, Jimmy. Yeah, I win nothing. You win nothing today. So, uh, recently, you just came from, was it... Uh, Jennifer Lopez? 
Oh, I, yeah, I just actually, last thing I just did was Jennifer Lopez. I did, uh, she has a new TV show called uh, Stand Up and Deliver, the hottest stand-up comedians, me luckily being one of the hottest stand-up comedians. And you know it. And I did the taping, uh, in a TV taping, three-camera shoot. She's the producer for the new television uh, channel uh, on cable. It's called Nuvo TV. It's going to be a big wow. deal. It's uh, They've already got the second season already picked up but they just wrapped this first season so we just we just finished great great yeah that was that when was, will that be out you think uh <clears throat> they just emailed me and and we're asking you know how to pronounce my name correctly and all that stuff for the promos and they said uh probably in the next few months it'll be up great great right on you know and didn't you just finish uh you just finished a film too oh, tell us about that uh yeah i actually just shot the biggest film of my life uh shot with vinnie jones jamie kennedy C. Thomas Howell and uh, the great Edo Ross, and a couple up up and coming actors. Actually, he's the lead. His name is Thomas Downey. He's going to be a big star. He's um, he's the lead, but um, he's not. You know, of course, as big as working with Vinnie Jones. You know, Jesus, the guy was in Snatch and Lock, Stoke, Lock Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and X Men and Gone in Fifty Seconds. And he's in a new movie with Stallone, The Tomb. I mean, he's in everything. And uh, I played the lead opposite him. I played his right-hand man. And it was amazing working with this guy every wow. day. And one thing that when you do these these big movies, and I, I keep my parts keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, I'm shooting 12 to 14 hours a day on this film. And uh, literally my <clears throat> wife is like, oh, my God, it's like you have a real job. Like you're working every day. Even the cat at 6 in the morning is like, meow. Papa, where the fuck are you going? You don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, they're long days, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. You forget when you're off the set for a little while, and then you get back to it, and you're like, holy crap, this is real work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it gets... Uh, it's exciting, though. It's exciting because, I mean, <clears throat> one thing I've learned, you know, working as much as I have as an actor, it's like when you first start... I remember I shot this movie, Big Apple, it was back uh, back in New York, of course, and uh, it was great. It was a great movie. It was a, uh, it was about three quarters live action. It was three quarters live action, and um, I'm actually getting a call right now from a freaking producer for a film. I'm gonna turn him off. Wait a second. Um, anyways, <laughs> yeah. So it was qu three quarters live action, and it was also um. Uh, uh, animation. Oh, okay. You so know, a lot of voiceovers involved. Yeah, so it was it was awesome though, and uh, it was it was really good experience. And I remember saying, and that was like my first big film, and um, I shot for four days on that, and it was ridiculous because I was like, Jesus, like, come on, you guys don't have this, you didn't get it yet. How many takes do we gotta do? Like, oh no, we still have to do. You know, we got to do the medium, we got to do a wide, we got to do the master, we got to do close-ups. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, like, I never knew. Yeah. You know, I'm like, holy shit. I never, you know, I never had that many lines in something. And, and then uh, I told my wife when I was filming this movie uh, with my, uh, who's now my good friend, Chris Bruno, who was the star of uh, The Dead Zone, the TV show The Dead Zone. And we were shooting this movie, Cannibal's Handshake, uh, um... I don't know, four or five months ago, 
And I told my wife, I said, look at this scene with the nail, because I take a nail gun and I freaking stab a guy to death with a nail gun. It's awesome. And I cut another guy's head off. It was a pretty cannibalistic uh, craziness. And, uh, that's the kind of parts we get, right? Yeah, yeah. of course, you're Italian. That's what they're going to do. You're either a mobster or a yeah, cop. Yeah. And I've only played a cop once. Yeah. But the thing was, so we're like doing it, and, and I told my wife, and I said, look at this scene. I go, look at, I was looking at the dailies. I go, look at how amazing this scene looks. And she goes, she goes, how long does that take? And I go, oh, this, is fucking, this is like 12 hours. What? How could it take? I go, honey, you got to take a picture of the hand. You got to take a picture of the guy's <laughs> The, the 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 outside of his knuckles and this and the way yeah. his face and I go that you know they film all these different. She's like, oh, that's so much work. I go, yeah, and you think I do nothing? Yeah. <laughs> I oh, go, yeah. look at how hard I work. Uh, it you is know? hard work. Yeah, it's twenty four hours a day. You know, even more if there was more in a day. You know? Yeah, because it doesn't include preparation. I don't think people have any idea what goes on before you get on the set and the prep for the role. And Memorizing all these lines. And oh, yeah. Well, memorizing lines was, you know, that was the thing when my wife uh, first, you know, I met her in 2001 and she saw my acting, uh, my um, acting class reel. It wasn't like a reel of like commercials or nothing. It was just an acting. And she was like, I don't know if you're going to be able to do this. She's like, <laughs> she, she's looking. I'm like, oh, thanks for the vote of confidence. She's like, well, you look, you're, she's like, you're a great comedian. <laughs> But I don't know about the acting. I mean, I just, you can't even do your lines and you're reading them from the paper. <laughs> so, you know, I had to study and, you know, it didn't come natural. But I guess actually all my naturalness comes out now. You know, growing up yeah. in the streets and the common sense, I use in the, in the roles now. Yeah. But it took fucking years, man. How about yeah. the comedy, too? It helps a lot, doesn't it? Cause yeah. Because it makes you strong and makes you confident. And, yeah, right? yeah. Well, the stand-up comedy definitely definitely helps. I think the acting really helped the stand-up comedy. Really? Because sometimes I'll break into a, a bit where then I'll notice myself. I'm just, you know, I'm just selling it. I'm in, I'm in character and selling it. You know, I do this bit with my mother, and I remember a comedian. There was a comedian, uh, Brad Trackman, and he had uh, he's he's in New York. He's a well-known comedian in New York, and he kept uh, saying, "He goes, look, he goes, change the mother of your voice. He goes, it's annoying as fuck. He's like, get rid of that voice, because I would like, I did this bit about uh, uh, my mom and the answer machine, and she's like, what are you doing? And he said, he goes, he goes, it it, it drives you crazy." So now I changed, I made her like an Italian voice, like, what's the matter for you? Why are you there? You're Why are you there? Everybody on the answering machine and we no home. What if somebody calls on the answering machine and they're going to fucking rob us, you stupidest son of a bitch. The funniest thing about that is she's Irish. I don't know where she got that accent. <laughs> Too much Sopranos, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do that too. I give my mom a different accent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, every yeah. once in a while you'll do it, you know, so... Then she hears it and goes, I don't sound like that. Yeah. I, m I remember I was in a modeling. Uh, I I've done tons of print modeling in magazines. And I was in a magazine for Tampax. It was a Tampax ad. And it was called Upgrade. And it shows a guy with, it shows a guy with um, flowers and uh, wine. And he's standing at the door. And they split it right down the middle. And then there's me with a bucket of, bucket of chicken and beer and i'm all sloppy and he's in a suit but he's not much better looking than me 
So my mom calls and goes, he's no upgrade. He is no upgrade. Because <laughs> I was the one they were upgrading That's to. Funny. It, was, it was so cute <laughs> just to hear her call. Tampax. I bet you're proud to have that on the reel, huh? Oh, uh, well, yes. It's it's not it's not on the reel, but it's in the you know yeah. the modeling print yeah. ads. But yeah. yeah. That's good. Funny. That's good. How you many know? guys can say they're on a Tampax ad? Oh, yeah. You and the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Me and the other guy. That's it. Yeah, not too many guys doing yeah, Tampax ads. <laughs> I was the string. <laughs> that would be me. No. <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah. How about the size of a Tampax? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, I also wanted to ask you some questions. I know you're. I know this guy's a paisan from back east, uh, from 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 New York City. Yeah, ori uh, originally Syracuse, then to Brooklyn. Right. right. Actually, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely uh, out here in LA. Uh, I've actually found all the good pizza places. Yeah. 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 And, and you, you're still not. Uh, you know, you don't believe the whole story that it's the water and. Uh... I think that's all bullshit because my buddy Vito has like the best pizza, but he's the most expensive. So I don't go to Vito's. Uh, don't let Vito know. <laughs> but he is. He's <laughs> like ridiculous. Literally, if we go to get a pie, yeah. we're going for fifty, sixty dollars for a pie and some breadsticks and and two sodas. Wow, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. How here. expensive? He's in Beverly Hills, yeah. but he's from Jersey. I mean, he's hey, how you doing, Jimmy? walks up to you you know yeah yeah i like that you know and you Pay know for that. and it's crazy but it's uh he's well, got the best cannolis but oh, yeah you'll have to check it out cannolis. he's on la cienega uh, right across from the belmont yeah i'm gonna have to check it out yeah in new york city of course I, i'm usually at stromboli's on st mark's and first i love their pizza for cannolis i'm at venero's which is only in rome in new york oh yeah well venero's is actually the, my first uh my first date with my wife we ended up at Venero's. I really? mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a night owl. I've been a night owl my whole life. So, you, you know, and that it's funny because me and my wife will go on a couple's date, and and uh, she goes, okay, and I go, look, why don't we look? We can go to the movie, then we can go do this dinner, and then we can go to the dessert. So, and she's like, there's not one fucking place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's, but that's my thing. I'm like. Yeah. Uh, you know. So Veneros was that the closer or what? Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. So we went to Veneros and <laughs> we got some we got some cannolis and I gave her a cannoli. Yeah, me! No, no, I'm joking. <laughs> and then she said, "Let's spend our life together." That was it, cannoli. No. Yeah, no, no. we we uh, she was she was she was great, but we, yeah, Veneros was. She actually mentioned that the other day. She's like, "Remember we went to Veneros on our first date?" Yeah. I'm like, I remember I got a girl's number when you went to the bathroom because you pissed me off on the first. <laughs> It was the waitress, but it's not. It's actually a long story. I hadn't really got her number. There was a waitress, and my manager at the time was looking for African American girls, beautiful African American. She was the waitress, and she's like, "Hey, are you an actor?" And I go, "I go, oh, yeah, yeah." She's like, "Oh, I've always wanted to break in, da, 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 da. but you know, I've been taking classes. I just haven't." And I go, "Oh, give me your info." And she's writing her number down, and my wife is my girlfriend. She's walking back to the table. Oh, what's going on? Like, right away. <laughs> She's like, whoa, are you hooking up with my my date? She's like, no, 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 oh my God. The girl was so scared. The girl never even came back to the table. Another, like, runner came back and gave it a check. And, <laughs> oh, oh, she's on break. <laughs> she was scared. Thinking. Pretty crazy. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I miss New York, especially for the food and the people. 
Yeah, I definitely miss. I definitely miss the um, um, the food. But they have gr there's great food in Los Angeles. There really is great food. I mean, like some people are gonna bitch and cry about the pizza, but you know what? Just uh, get excited about the food that's here. Yeah, yeah. You know. And there's some people who just fly their food in. I, I, I'm, I'm friends with the Stallones. I was at the Stallone house. And I'm looking, there's Veneros on the table. And I see Stromboli's pizza box. And that's my two favorites. So oh, like, yeah. I said, where the hell did you get this? And he's like, I got a food agent. I'm like, a food agent? See he's that? like, yeah. Because how much you think that pizza was? I go, well, I don't know. $80. Like $15 there. That's what he yeah. said. He goes, it's like, it's $80. Here it is. Yeah. It's hot, too. You've got to fly it in. I go, how about the cannolis? He goes, how much are they in New York? I go, I don't know. West Times and Veneros are like three to five bucks, six bucks tops, right? He's like, yeah, $21 a cannoli. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's got them. <laughs> That's right. You were Frank Stallone. Were you with Frank's or you would? So well, Frank and Sly, I'm 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 closer with Frank. I know Frank yeah. for many years. Very talented guy. Really talented guy. Yeah. 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 The Grammy got by him this year. I was yeah. hoping he'd get it. You know, he deserves it for the music. You know, and uh, yeah, I never met him, but I just I you know I've I've been a fan. He's always very talented. Yeah. You know, good actor. You know, he is. He's a great actor. I mean, it was funny because I was watching uh, Bullet to the Head, the trailer. And my buddy goes, you know, he's 67 first alone, right, S Sylvester? And then he goes, he's 67. And I go, I, I said to him, I go, I go, dude, these these Stallones, they'll work for the rest of their life. He'll be in that, he'll be 90 jumping out of an airplane. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that's the, you know, and it's good like guys, and, good work. And what the hell was Frank was in? Uh, was he in that? He was in that other movie. What was that movie they did in New York? Oh my God! What was that movie? Oh, I don't remember. They did, it was a great movie, and it was him and Sly. Oh, I don't remember. No, I'm not sure what film. He's a great actor, yeah. funny guy too. Uh, yeah. He's hilarious. How'd you he meet really him? You met him out here. Stand up. Yeah, I met him out here. He should be doing stand up though. And his his manager, uh, I think her name is Gail. She represents all comedians and. Uh, a lot of the ones that were brought in, like Jimmy Fallon and Jim oh, Carrey, really? and she wow. brought him into Saturday Night Live, and she's also the go-between. That uh, Frank's the only non-comic she represents. Wow. Too, because uh, I guess she sees how funny he is. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know? Yeah. And uh, so, so what's up next for you? I, I mean, you're you're really busy right now. You're doing a lot of stuff. I know you've been doing comedy for what, 25 years? Uh, yeah, well, I started stand-up, uh, in 91, so it's, t it's actually 23, it's like 22 and a half years. I hate, I, I hate continuing to go, oh, 20 years, 21, yeah, so, yeah. And, and then it's like, I'm not a household name yet, so it's yeah. like, I want to, so then somebody, like, my well, manager. people know who you are, I, I tell people, you know, hey, I'm doing an interview with Jimmy Dave, yeah. and Jimmy Dave, everybody knows who the hell you are. Right, but I mean, it's still, but it's still not, you know. And of course, I'm not, I'm not Brad Pitt. I mean, I can go anywhere. I mean, I get noticed, you know, walking around. Oh, I saw you in this. I saw you in the commercial or whatever. I saw you, in, you know, Comedy Central. You know, I hear those things, but it's never. But I actually don't want. I remember I first met John Turturro. On one of the first movies I ever did was a Hand That Rocks. The, no, the Cradle. The Cradle Will Rock. Yeah. The the one about the with Paul Giamatti and those guys and Tim Robbins directed it and I said to him I said man I go you're so you're so famous 
but you can go anywhere you want. And he goes, yeah. He goes, that's he goes, that's how I do my acting career. He goes, I don't wanna fucking walk the streets and be like. And, and everybody always will say Brad Pitt or Angelina. You know what I mean? Even yeah. even back then, it was like he said Brad Pitt or Jim Carrey. He goes, he goes, I want to be able to do what I want to do. So that's why John Turturro is so amazing, and that's what I'm building myself. Of, of like the next best character actor. I mean, this last movie I just did, and my uh, <clears throat> my acting teacher, who the great Lewis Smith. I mean, they all say they're like, look, you're gonna work forever, as a, as an actor. And a big pussy, uh, he hates to be called that. Vin, Vinny Pastor. He told me he goes, you're gonna work the most in your late thirties to forties, and that's what happened. It literally, that's when it really started taking right. off. So it's yeah. exciting. Yeah, for us character actors, it's a little yeah. later on, you know? Yeah, it's never... I was just, uh... I wasn't bitching or crying or nothing on Facebook the other day, and I posted about it, and I said, you know, look, I'm, I'm here in L.A. nine years, and I never really had my shot at pilot season. I've never been like that new kid off the boat. Oh, my God, oh, we got to bring him up for everything. Yeah. But... And I said to myself, I wonder if I'm too old. Did I miss the boat? Would I have been... And I was talking to my manager, and she goes, she goes, no. She goes, look, she goes, if you're not 18 or 60, <laughs> it, it, she goes, anything in between, they're not, they're not going for them right now. They're, they're, they're casting 18 year olds as 25 year olds. Like that's how they're doing it. Yeah. In Hollywood, so it's all fucked up. But this year actually is the biggest uh, pilot season in a long time. I mean, they had over, I think, 150 pilots. Yeah, a lot of pilots. Really ridiculous, and they're still casting them and casting them. And right at the end of pilot season is when I'll be going back. I'll be going in because they'll be doing replacements, and they'll go, right. "Oh well, we didn't like this star. Oh well, let's take a shot on this character actor, Jimmy Della Valley." Yeah. yeah, that's what happens. I think you're coming into your uh, age range and everything, and uh, the character work. Yeah, this is your time. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. I I, I worked uh, I worked so hard at it because, like like I said, it, learning lines was I literally couldn't like if, if it was a scene of me and you going, uh, like my scene says, I gotta walk in. Hey, Tony, look, did you get the did you get the um diapers because uh, Maria's gonna be mad. I literally be like, uh, Tony, uh, did you um did you get the the, the diapers? Maria, she she could be upset. Like, no, cut. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 I yeah. couldn't do it. Yeah. And now I can do. I can look at sides for like 10, 15 minutes, and I can learn four to six pages. Yeah. Nice. You know what I mean? And that's like. And I kept thinking to myself, oh, my God, was was I stupid in college? Because I never did drama or anything right. in, in high school or nothing. And I was like, Sh should, should I have did plays? Or maybe I never learned it. Maybe I'll never build this muscle. And then it just kind of built. Yeah. So yeah. I got lucky. I got scared. Well, I guess you find a technique or a style that works for you of how to... Right. How to... Memorize it. I did. Um, it. I did the Wayne Wayans uh, brothers pilot last year, and uh, I missed um, one of my lines. And everybody's there: Damon Wayans Jr. and uh, Craig Wayans and everybody. And uh, I'm like, Jesus, man! And I'm sitting there, and they're like, and uh, the director, director actually had just he just directed the big hit, uh, the Haunted House, with mm -hmm. Marlon Wayans, right. which is like it was number one on the weekend a couple weekends ago, and. Uh, he was like, he goes, look, Jimmy, he goes, I know you know the lines. He goes, it's just weird for you. Because what it was, as I was playing a sport, uh, 
not not sportscaster, a newscaster. Mm. And I had to be at one camera, and then they would snap their fingers, and I had to go to another camera. Like, you know, I'm the news tonight, da 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 boom, and I snap, and I had to go to another camera. As an actor, especially a character actor, yeah. we have a whole creative hiding where we're, we're kind of looking down, we're scratching our neck, we're rubbing our head, we're taking our hat off, you know what I mean? you got activities happening. i got a lot of activities going, and you can't do that when you're a newscaster. So I decided I don't ever really want to play a newscaster again. No, that's a tough one. It was really tough. Because I had like a couple pages of lines... And he's like, so then the director kind of walked me through. He's like, look, he goes, I know you know the things. He goes, he goes, just do the first paragraph. And then they cut. And he was like, dude, he goes, oh, that was great. That was amazing. And then I went, and then I threw in like a forget about it. Because we were playing these <laughs> Italian newscasters. And it was really funny. Oh, it was really funny. Like, in a, you know, in a likely story, a truck truck of VCRs fell off and uh, nobody knows what happened. Back to you, Bob. You know, it was, just, it, it was hilarious, you know. There was a murder on 6th and Stromboli. It's the, nobody knows what happened. Back to you, Joe. Like, it, just, it was hilarious. Really funny. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think people realize... Uh, I know I realize as an actor how many times I got to go over the line, especially if there is a lot of activity. Because as soon as you th you think you know the lines, you could read it 150 mm -hmm. times, and you mm -hmm. get up on the set and you got to turn and look, make your mark, look at this camera, make sure you're in the light. And it just it goes right out your head. You're just like, where was that line? You know, and you're like, wow, I knew it when I came out here. Yeah, exactly. Tough. You know, and that's another thing too with learning lines. I started. Um, you know, as I as I got bigger as an actor and I started getting bigger roles and bigger roles and going up for, instead of co-stars, you know, going up for guest stars and series regulars and recurrings and going for these big roles and reading and, and going in and going thinking, oh, fuck, I forgot that line or I did, oh, man, or I, I didn't, didn't nail that the right way. And then I'm walking down the street and I'm doing the lines perfect and I don't even have the sides in my hand and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So then I thought to myself, how can I get to that part of after the audition, before the audition? So it was something I started developing myself. Right. So Find I have all different game. ways, you know, of uh, I record it and then I play it and then I memorize all those lines of whatever. Some people do it like they record their lines and then they give it space for the other person to talk. Right. But I don't. I kind of just like re learn all those lines and then I know... That, you know, if we're doing a scene, you, you end here, and then I go into my thing, or, right. and I cut you off. And, you know, it, it's been a trial by error. It's been something that I've kind of created myself because I, I didn't think I could ever um, learn. I really got scared. Like, I literally started having a panic attack about learning lines yeah. um, a couple of years ago, and I was like, oh, my God, what if I can't do it? I told my wife, what if I... She's like, you can do it. Yeah. She's like, you can do it. Stop it. It's like we didn't move halfway across yeah. the country yeah. for you to think that you're not going to be able to be a star and you're this yeah. and that. So, and it's tough. It's ninety something pages for a two, you know hour and a half movie, two hours. Oh you yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's tough, and it, it could be this thirty pages of your lines. It's just... and, and and it's constant when I'm on set. Like I'm sitting in my trailer the other day, and they're like, "Oh hey, we're not going to do that other scene with that guy." You know, wh whoever the actors are. They're like, hey, do you have uh, scene, uh, you know, scene sixty eight ready? I was like, what? Fuck! I'm shooting that in two days from now. Like, oh no, we're gonna do it now. 
Like, what? <laughs> they switch it up. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's like, yeah. so I don't go to the set anymore without knowing all my lines. Yeah. But one thing that I have learned is almost every star I've worked with doesn't know their lines. No, no. They don't learn their lines till that day. These are stars. Yeah. You know I got to hear are... a story the other day about Mickey Rourke. How he has it wore a little earpiece. It was a classic film. I wish I could remember the name of it. It's it's got by me right now. But he just sat there and he was all high and everything to begin with. And he's got the earpiece and they would feed him it and he would do it and they'd even have to tell him the action. Raise your hand to your brow. Like I know as an actor I have no problem with no lines. I, I can act you know, I'll I'll be the next Brando. You don't give me any lines, mm -hmm. I can act. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. But they had to tell him even movement, what to do. It makes you wonder, you're like, why am I not working? This, these guys are working. Well, you know, Mickey I mean Mick, Mickey Rourke is I mean the guy's I think he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. I really yeah. think he's amazing. Mm -hmm. But you know, like I never got into the whole drugs and all that, so that was not going to be something that's going to screw me up. I don't before yeah. I go on stage doing comedy. I don't drink. I don't really drink much anyway. Same here. I will not take a drink before I go out on stage. But like the other day, we did the Jennifer Lopez taping, and there were a couple comedians. They were drunk and high, and you could see it. And you're watching them and going. And, and one of the comedians, I'm not going to name his name, he forgot his act, and he literally goes. He goes, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he starts going, he goes, yeah, so my mama, blah, blah, blah. He goes, oh, wait, I just told that joke. He repeated oh his God. thing on the TV taping. Oh, my God. And But they didn't cut. They just kind of kept yeah, it going, yeah. and they'll cut that, you know what I mean? Yeah, they'll fix it later. I was post. like, we'll get it in post. Yeah, 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll get it in post. So for people uh, who maybe don't know Jimmy Delavalle or want to see more of Jimmy D., uh, just give us a little bit of idea idea of what you've uh, worked on. I, I know what comes to mind with me: uh, Soprano, Sex in the City, Oz. Uh, you want to fill in the rest? Yeah. Well, you know, last year I did uh, the biggest uh, commercial campaign of the year with uh, the little girl Susie Lemonade. Um, it was for Verizon Wireless, so I played the um, the truck painter, which was you know great money. Uh, and it was, uh, you know, it, it was great. It, it, it was a very, it was a little part, but, you know, with commercials, it doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? It was, I had a principal role. But then I was shooting, uh, uh, not shooting, I was um, in Chicago doing comedy, headlining the club. Mm. And um, and what happened was I get a phone call. Hey, you booked this Honda campaign. And I said, oh, great, you booked, you know. And they go, you're, and it was Thursday, and they go, you're shooting Wednesday. And I go, oh, great, I'll be back Monday morning. Me and my wife are out here. She came with me so we can eat. You know, we like to eat the Chicago pizza and the Italian beef and all that stuff. So we're out there. And then Friday, I get a show, a call right before I go on stage. They go, oh, hey, you might have to be back Monday. You might have to change your flight and come back Sunday. And they and then they call, and they go, oh, no, you're good. still Wednesday. You're good. Saturday, right before I go on stage, it was like because I think it was like four o'clock here and it's seven o'clock there in Chicago, and they and they call and they go, you got to be back Monday six a.m. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So I have to go home. So now I got to do two shows and then I got to go back to the hotel, change my flight, and catch a flight maybe eight or ten hours from then. 
Wow. So, yeah, it was crazy. So we get back. My wife's bitching. She's so mad. I, I'm just going to stay. I'm going to relax and eat. And then I took the days off. And then she's all upset. And then I show up to the set. And I do my I do my scene. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm good. And I had like three auditions the next day. And then uh, I told the director, hey, it was a pleasure working with you. And he goes, oh, and he was a Latino. His name was uh, Luciano Urbani. And then he goes, he goes, oh, no, my friend, you're a star. You're a star of commercial. You work five days. Like, what? You work all week. I said, all week? My manager, nobody had known I was working the whole week. Yeah. So it was like, holy shit. I went home and told my wife. She's like, oh. So that was the start of, like, working, you know, you know, three days, five days, seven days on something, work for two weeks, and you know what I mean? I'm going to shoot a movie where I'm shooting for 31 days in uh, New York um, this summer. Right. You know, that'll be the biggest thing I've ever done, and uh, I'm playing a priest. I'm playing a priest like uh, De Niro from Sleepers. Right. And the movie's called Path to Salvation. Well, you'll be great for that. Yeah. So as, as it is right now... It's uh, me and uh, Rick Overton and uh, Jay, Jay Blonsky, who was the star of Everybody Wants to Be Italian. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah, and I don't know who else is in the cast. But, but yeah, so I play Father Keith, and uh, once he told me, he's like, I, he goes, can you play a priest? I go, I don't know, a priest. I go, yeah, I guess I could do it. And he's like, no, and he goes, it's a priest like De Niro from Sleepers. I was like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. That, that. That'll be a good one. And that one actually is a kid that I grew up with who's, who pitched the idea to Summon Entertainment and they wanted to buy it and they wanted to put John Hamm in the movie. And uh, John Hamm was going to play the, the part of the guy who wrote it. Um, he was playing a detective and they decided uh, that the, the kid I grew up with was like he goes nah man this is my he goes this is mine and your movie he and I and I don't even really remember you know too much of of everything but what he was talking about and then I started reading I'm like oh I remember things like this that we grew up with and he's like this is my Matt Damon and Ben Affleck he goes this is our Oscar this is our movie that'll go to Sundance this is the one that'll take you Exciting. to so yeah he wrote it for. Six years he's been writing wow. the movie. Yeah. And it's really an amazing thriller. I can't give it away. But right, it's right. called Path to Salvation. And it's going to be fucking great. Excellent. So we'll probably be looking forward to seeing that in uh, 2014 probably. Yeah, 2014, 2015 at the latest. But we're supposed to shoot it this summer. Yeah, I don't think people realize that either. How long it takes. The movie's in the works for six years with the writing and pitching it, and then you then you shoot it. It's another year before it comes out and it's edited, but it, it's a lot of work. Yeah, that's like Avatar, right? Was thirteen years or something yeah. like that. And then you think to yourself, you're like, we're we're the little guys, but and James Cameron did Avatar, right? Yeah. Yes, he did. So it's like you're like we're the little guys, and we can't get our own movies made trying to produce them yeah, or something. Huh. How the fuck does James Cameron got to wait 13 years to get something made? Yeah. People aren't uh, bending over backwards to give him the money? Yeah. People take forever to do it. Yeah. 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 So anyway. Especially financial out here. I worked with him on Titanic. That was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Um, you told me. Titanic. What? In Mexico. Yeah. I was in Mexico two years. I got back. Everybody in Hollywood was like, who are you? 
<laughs> I remember you were I the remember. you were the piece of wood that you know, Leo died on. You were holding on. They were floating on me. They were floating on you. I thought that looked. I thought I saw a little goatee on that wood. I wasn't for sure. Yeah, hey, I would have liked to have been the wood under uh, Kate Winslet that she was holding on to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Seth MacFarlane said, we saw your boobs. Yeah. Dude, you saw her boobs and everything. What did you think? I, I got a kick out of that. Um, well, come on. Everybody, no one's ever happy I really, you know I really liked uh, that. That and the sock puppet flight was that great. Was I brilliant. thought there should have been more sock puppet. They should have done sock a, whole, a whole bunch of things with that. thing was hilarious. Yes. Um... But yeah, we saw your boobs. I mean, you know, look, being a, you know, being a man, I mean, I'm married, but of course, you know, I, I do the, touch my uh, pee-pee. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you do, like, yeah. you look up, like, there's a joke I do in my act, and uh, I, anybody I meet, especially if I meet you, and you're an actress, you're famous or not, like, you'll go, oh, hi, my name's uh, Michelle you know, Williams, whatever it is. And I'll say, oh, great. And she's like, oh, you know, oh, you were so funny. Like, they'll come up to me or something after a show. And then I'll go and I'll IMDb you. And then I'll look you up, Michelle Williams, topless. Right? <laughs> I, and then and I'll hit images and I'll look it all up. So I do that. And then there's like uh, Matt, uh, the fuck is her name? Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I'm like, Jennifer Love Hewitt, topless. And so my wife knows now that I Google a famous woman <laughs> topless. And she's like, the only thing that she hates is the other day, she's like, why did you Google Betty White topless? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So, I don't even want to know if there's a picture. I'm, I'm like, she's talk. my favorite golden girl. I'm going to go home now and go go on. She's my golden girl. I <laughs> love her. Betty White topless. That's, <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> I like it, though. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, there's just haters everywhere. You know, there's a lot, you know, the Academy Awards, and it shouldn't have been done that way, and Seth. He stunk, and what did he use it to for a platform to launch his TV career? Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody has stuff to say. But. He's not even, uh, he's done. I just saw him post something uh, yesterday. He's like, nah. He goes, I had a great time, but never again. Like, yeah. he doesn't want to do it. It doesn't matter. It had nothing to do with his TV career. I mean, you tell me, everybody knows who fucking Seth MacFarlane is. Yeah, of course. Everybody yeah. There's knows. There's just haters and people who are never, there's people you can never make happy, no matter what you do. Exactly. You're not going to make them happy. Let me ask you a question, Jimmy. If you could, uh, this is going to be out of what feel for you, maybe, but if you could change anything in the world or uh, maybe in the industry or whatever, one or two, maybe three things, whatever, if you could change something while you're here and doing your work, what, what would you change? Oh, uh, wow. It's a good question. It's a good question. Um... Uh, things that make you go, hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Arsenio's coming back. Things that make you go, hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, what I, you know, something, something I... Something that bothers you, things you don't yeah, like. Yeah, there's something I, I I have a... There's there's something with rape. I I, I, I don't know what it is. Um, I, did the, I did the TV show Without a Trace, and uh, Jonathan Kaplan was the director who also directed The Accused. Mm -hmm. And when I saw the movie The Accused, when they raped Jodie Foster, I punched the fireplace, like, at, 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 at our, at our uh, house. My parents were all mad. I punched my hand, I got all cut up. And uh, they were like, they're like, it's just a movie. And I go, no, nah, you know, I got something about rape. Like, uh -huh. like it's, 
I, I just don't understand how anybody could do it. Like, I literally... It's a true story that I'm going to tell you right now. There's, um... When I, when I wanted to be, um... Gr when I was growing up, they were like... You go to a guidance counselor, like, oh, what do you want to do? And I go, well, I have a weird goal in life. Uh, I want to be a bounty hunter that kills and catches rapists and tortures them slowly by taking their penis and dipping it in lighter fluid and lighting it on fire and then putting it out and just like pretty <laughs> demented pretty demented Man, i don't want to mess right, with this yeah. guy Jesus so it's like Christ. my torture was pretty crazy so then uh <laughs> and he goes well i don't know if we can get you that job do you have anything else and i go well maybe a stand-up comedian <laughs> and he goes it's a true story yeah. it's a true story and wow. he and uh he got me the info for clown college <laughs> ringling brothers and barnum and bailey circus oh and uh of you course you can't lose with the circus my, I, my mother had the choice to either send me to the military or the circus because i was so bad she sent me away to the circus and look at how good i turned out you did and you're living on a yacht baby you're fucking Three foot two Gilligan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish everybody could see this, and this was a video cast because you'd, you'd see Jimmy and I, and it's just hilarious. Yeah, we're in a yacht. Yeah, we're in a yacht, <laughs> having fun. Yeah. So before we go, maybe we should tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah. And, uh, maybe you had to tweet you and your websites and. Well, I have my new podcast that we just launched. It'll be on iTunes uh, coming out in the, within the next few weeks. It was called Brooklyn Buddha. So it's uh, Brooklyn and B-U-D-D-H-A dot com. So BrooklynBuddha.com or that's my website as well or FunnyJimmy.com or JimmyDelavalley.com. And uh, th that's that's that. And then you can always just go to FunnyJimmy.com and then add me right there on Facebook. And FunnyJimmy.com also you go to the tour section for my dates and everything. And, you know, I've got a couple films coming up. But um, I'm also uh, got a show in Vegas that I'm working on, so uh, you know some All good right. things are coming out. You know, yeah, a lot That's more it. Jimmy D. A lot more Jimmy D. 2013. It's an yeah. unlucky number, but a good a it's good number. Great, yeah, great definitely, year. definitely. So everybody, keep your eyes open. Keep checking the internet. Check his websites. A lot more Jimmy D. in 2013. We've, we've had a lot of fun here, huh? Oh, it was great. We'll do it again. You'll come back? I will come back. All right. Love this guy. Cool. Okay, Tony Malazzo, you've been live and on board with Jimmy Della Valley. This show has been produced by Tony Malazzo, Alyssa Inferna, and David Ringwald. If you'd like to be on board, check us out on Facebook at Tony Malazzo Entertainer Tweet us at Tony Malazzo Live or snail mail us at P.O. Box 10074, Marina del Rey, California, 90295.